I'm nice. And I'm naughty. And, and we're, we're both 40. 40. We're going to tell you how it really is. From our perspective. Tune in on Sundays at 2 p.m. As we dish on topics we're sure you can relate to. Welcome to another episode of Nice, Naughty, and 40. I'm Tanya, the nice one. And my best friend Michelle is the naughty one. Hey. <laughs> to our returning listeners, we appreciate your continued support. And to our new listeners, we thank you for checking us out and hope you like what you hear and will subscribe to us on your favorite streaming podcast services. Yes. And while you're at it, Recommend our podcast to your family and friends. Mm -hmm. And why not join our social media family? Mm -hmm. Follow us on Instagram at nice.naughty.40. That's four zero. And join our Facebook group at nice, comma, naughty and 40. Tanya and I love reading your comments and getting your take on um, our different topics. Yes, we sure do. And speaking of family and friends, today we have a friend of mine joining us who was listening to some of our earlier episodes with my sister Tanisha, the sassy one, <laughs> dating and divorce in our 40s. And mm -hmm. she reached out with a topic idea that piqued our interest. Are you ready for this one, listeners? <laughs> Non-monogamous relationships. So, Michelle and I thought, why not have her join us so we can really dig deep on this topic? So, welcome to our podcast, Des. Yes. Yes, thank you for joining us. And so, why don't you just start off with sharing a little bit about yourself? Okay, first of all, thank you ladies for having me. As y'all know, I am a huge fan of Nice, Naughty, and 40. <laughs> so, uh, as Tanya said, my name is Des. I am the mother of a beautiful young businesswoman. Um, I am also co-owner of Dissistent Fragrance Bar, where we make all natural products. People get to come in and scent them, custom scent them for themselves. I am also the owner of Chaos to Clarity, a professional organizing business that I am legitimizing mm -hmm. <laughs> and um i feel like i'm like everybody else i'm just trying to navigate this new norm leave a little glitter everywhere i go I like that. <laughs> yes. Thanks, Des. Yes, I'm feeling it. So <laughs> Tanya is the married one and I'm the divorced one. But the idea of a non-monogamous relationship is like somewhat of a new concept for both of us. Um, what does a non-monogamous relationship look like to you? So to me, a non-monogamous relationship is, is basically everything that is included in a regular monogamous, regular normal monogamous relationship. It's mm -hmm. just without the limitation of it only being geared towards one particular person. So it means having um, more freedom to date multiple people at one time, um, mm -hmm. being always being upfront and honest. Mm -hmm. I don't um, lie. I don't cheat. I don't believe in that. I think that's like where most of the issues mm -hmm. come in with relationships. So I'm always upfront. I let a person know, you know, this is how I like to roll. This is how I like to date. Give them the option to say yay or nay if they're, you know, fine with it. And if they're not, and I respect anybody's, you know, opinion or whatever they decide to do, that's fine with me. But um, it's just, it's, it also involves the connection for me. A lot of people, when they hear, uh, hear me say it, I, and I always had these conversations early on. 
and they think you know that just means oh she just want to mess around with a bunch of people mm. and that's mm. not <laughs> what it means like mm. I still need that connection like I gotta have a connection with somebody um and I like to you know just build upon that and we can become intimate you know physically or you know just emotionally but I need that it can't just be like hey I'm trying you know get with you you know sometimes yeah. you know, that might come along but <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, um, since I've only been in monogamous relationships <laughs> and been in my current one for over two decades. <laughs> I was about to say that decade. Right? <laughs> I mean, it's like what I envision a non-monogamous relationship may not be what it is to most people. But I mean, it's like I look at it as um, kind of like a loose relationship where... There aren't any set titles, maybe just like the basic ones, like when you're introducing someone at a gathering or something like that. I think that's when it maybe gets kind of tricky. Like, do you say the person's my friend, but you don't necessarily say they're my man or that's my lady or anything like that. And I'm also thinking that it's similar, kind of like what you were saying, Des, it's similar to dating uh, is somewhere in between where you're not necessarily exclusive in the sense where it's just you and that person, but at the same time, you're not just kicking it every now and then. Uh, so, I mean, now I know back in the day, <laughs> Michelle, <laughs> you had no problem multi dating. <laughs> my business out there. <laughs> you're pulling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But do you think a non-monogamous relationship looks the same or kind of different? I think I agree with does. I mm-hmm. just think that. See, I would call it like my maintenance man. You made it sound so classy. I should have. If I knew that before, I would have said yes. A non-monogamous. I probably could have been doing that now. But now that I'm in a monogamous relationship. But it's okay. Nice. It's okay. Switch it up. <laughs> okay it's okay it takes some getting used to because i like to change it up sometimes going to date with somebody else but i can't do that anymore because we're monogamous but you see i'm disappointed i don't want to get in trouble i don't want to get in trouble but i am monogamous but (laughs) um Mm -hmm. i like that term does i wish i would have knew that before because yeah that's what I was doing after my divorce and I would let them know you know I think it looks that way where you are like you have that person you want to go to movies with you have that connection with Mm -hmm. but see then you might meet somebody that's like oh he looks nice let me go out with him you know like let me just see what happens and you can and they can't say anything so I yeah I think it's that I I like it but I can't do it right now yeah
I'm just wondering. So, like, if you get like that, you know, little urge or something, you look somebody like, hey, you know, I'm wondering what, you know, that. I just oh, think, do you, what do you do? I, it's like a kid having two pieces of candy, and it's like, which one you like better? And I'm like, okay, this one I like better. It tastes better. So I look mm. at the candy, <laughs> I look at it, but I'm not going to, yeah, I'm not going to indulge. Mm-hmm. But I look at mm-hmm. that candy, I turn it around, and you know, but I won't indulge. Mm-hmm. I, I keep my candy that I got. But you know, you we won't have to circle back to that because it'd be like, look, let you let him mess up you, one, little bit. one little bit. You messed up. Don't be and, and, and I know that's like, not fair. That's a lot of pressure. Like, I know. Yeah. I love. I love yeah. him though. Oh my god, I fell in love. Or maybe I mean, maybe ask him how he was doing. He said no. I asked him. I did. Oh. I asked him several times, and he said no. I'm not in the oh. day. Mm. you with me you with me and I'm like gosh dang it I should I tried that even in the beginning like this is what I do and he was just like no either you want to be with me or you don't and that made me like oh okay because usually you know guys okay. just want to date you so they're like all right I'll deal with it you know like she gonna fall in love or maybe I'll fall oh, in love God, and yeah. then they don't want to be serious and mm. it just it didn't work out that great so <laughs> yeah i had some crazy yeah. like i had my tires sliced and it's just a lot yeah wow we're gonna have to talk about that off ear but you said you know if i was thinking about when you said you know they'll just go along with it or whatever mm-hmm. and hope things change and i definitely had somebody that was like that so there was this point where I actually had like two boyfriends. It was like the greatest experience. Mm, that is awesome. Um, and there was one, like he said he was okay with it. Like um, I checked in every now and then because I'm like, I feel like he wants more, but he doesn't want to tell me that because mm. he just wants whatever, you know, we can do. And it got to the point where like it was undeniable. Like you want to be booed up. That's fine. But if you can't allow me to do what I want to do, then by all means, like, go find you somebody who wants what you want. Like, I, it's no harm, no foul. Like, I'm fine with that. But just, you got to be honest with yourself. I don't want you suppressing your feelings to be in this relationship either. Like, mm-hmm. I, everybody should be happy. So when you said that, I'm like, yeah, they do definitely sometimes hope that, you know, she'll come around eventually. Yeah. And, you know, we'll be together. And and not to say that don't that won't ever happen, but I know that's not for me now. And like, that's, I don't see that being. Yeah. And that's funny that you say that, Des, because I, I had a question just based on like conversations that Michelle and I were having about relationships that we've had in uh, previous episodes and just even in thinking about monogamy mm-hmm. is, you know, whether or not you believe that it's something that's natural and if it's a choice that people just accept, like, you know, what are your thoughts on that? Um, so no, I don't believe it's natural for everyone. Mm-hmm. I think it's more of a social norm that people try their best to conform to. And I don't think it's anything wrong with it. That's great. Like I'm a huge fan of love and being in love and loving. Um, I just don't believe we can place limitations on it. Mm-hmm. And there is a community and I wish I would have remembered what video I thought, but it was thought on. It was a vi- it was a community of people where polyamory was like the primary relationship style but even in that community relationships because that's what those people chose 
so just having the freedom and the options to not have to worry about, you know, somebody being um, like being made fun of or like called names or labeled or having to feel shame because you chose whatever style you chose. I, I thought that was so awesome. And um, there is a, I believe he's a family psychiatrist, psychologist, Esther Perel. She says it's like, if you have a child and you become pregnant with another child, you don't think, oh, I don't have any love for the second child because I gave all my love to that child. Mm-hmm. That's not what we say. Like we have mm-hmm. enough love for the second, third, fourth, however many children we have. So if that applies to us in relationship with our children, why doesn't it apply to us in relationship in other areas? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. to me, like that just made so much sense and it just mm-hmm. stuck with me. So. Yeah. Yeah, now that that is, I, I like that term, and it's just, I, why are we doing this topic? Because it's like making me think <laughs> I'm getting so much trouble about this podcast. I'm, I'm gonna get in trouble, but it is, it is, I uh, monogamy is hard. It is restrictive mm-hmm. because every day you don't be in love with that person. You know, sometimes they're gonna get on your nerves, but I think that it helps where if you are trying to be monogamous, because it's like when you're not liking them, you know, I'll be like, oh, I'm calling such and such, you know? So it has made me like, okay, let me work through this. It's, it's actually hasn't been a bad thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, look at me trying to sound, get, get out of trouble because he looks <laughs> all the time. So, <laughs> so <laughs> he's going to kill me, but um Look, I didn't lost my thoughts. Tanya, you're married together, <laughs> and you've been together for so long with Sean. How do you feel about this? What's your answer? You know, um, and we were talking a little bit about this. Though I'm in a monogamous relationship, I I do think on some level that monogamy for mammals, at least, <laughs> is it's it's natural. Uh, or at least it was past tense. It was for the sake of survival at one point, uh, because then it's the idea there that you have a close knit community in that regard where there's people who have specific roles. Uh, but I think the issue is that we have so many people who are cheating or being cheated on mm-hmm. that maybe it's just not it's no longer serving the same purpose that it did years ago uh, where it's not natural, or at least it's not meant to be long-term because you figure, right. The average lifespan some time ago, like it's increased quite a bit. Like you are lucky if you mm-hmm. live in your thirties or forties like us. <laughs> so you're like, yeah, you know, I could be in a relationship with you long-term. <laughs> Only got like what, how many years? Yes. <laughs> and then, you know, you're doubling that, you're tripling that, you're living to your 80s. That's a long time to be with someone. And I think it's an absolute anomaly to be able to say, okay, I'm going to marry you at 20 and I'm going to possibly be with you for the next 50, 60, 70, 80 years. And and so I think the issue is that, and, and, and I mean, I think it ties into like one of the reasons that you and I, we started this podcast, Michelle, is that we realized in our forties that we're getting to know ourselves again and that we're constantly evolving. Mm -hmm. So if we're constantly evolving and we're not the same people that we were in our twenties, considering that Mm -hmm. I started dating Sean at 21, Mm -hmm. 
And knowing that I'm not the same person, to me, that means like to come back to the question, he has to choose to be with me. So whether or not monogamy is natural or not, because he even told me like before we got married, I was having this comment. He doesn't believe that monogamy is natural, but he said it's a choice for him. He chooses to want to be with one person. Not that that's the norm for most people, uh, that most people force that norm. Uh, and so I feel like even though I've evolved and he's evolved, that gratefully we still choose each other and choose to be a monogamous relationship. But I think that it's tough to stay with one person as you change and they change because you're both changing. Yeah. Especially if your changes are leading you in other directions and potentially to other for other people. And you're like, well, I no longer like the things that I liked in my twenties. And now Mm -hmm. the person you're with from your twenties has not evolved and they're still the same. And you're just like, well, dang, now my eye is getting caught over here. I don't want to cheat. But at the same time, you know, what do you do in those instances? So I think that people want so badly for monogamy to work that they don't want to admit that it may not be natural for them. That is true. Now, see, monogamy is 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 natural for me because I'm not a good liar. I yeah. get caught all the time. <laughs> well, then if that, I, if I know how to lie, but you don't have to. That's what I was going to say. According to like what Des is saying, yeah. you don't have to lie. You just got to be upfront about stuff. And then if the person's yeah. down, they're down. If yeah. they're not, then you know. Yeah, but no yeah. I'm about now because he said no to it. <laughs> 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 Like, gosh dang it, you're sure. You're sure. I'm a lie. I am a lie. You really want to do with me? You don't want somebody that's chill, that's not a lie. Mm-hmm. He's like, no. So, okay, so even Tanya, like, um, you can see like how some people don't think monogamy is natural. But I'm wondering, okay, because you know for Tanya is it is it you feel like it's natural though. It, I think it comes natural mm-hmm. to you. I'm not, you know. But that doesn't mean that my you. that doesn't mean that I don't have interest or anything. I just, you know, you just do it because you're a good yeah. girl. Yeah. So, <laughs> he's a nice one. He's a nice one. Yes. He don't have any naughty thoughts. So, does <laughs> why do you think people like some people don't want to accept the idea of dating or being in a relationship with multiple people at the same time? Um, I think it could be many reasons. Um, I think mostly in um, following what Tanya just said, like people don't want to accept the idea of being with more than one person because we're conditioned to believe that we should only have one person and one Mm. person only. So it doesn't look right on the outside to be with multiple people. So like, even though we got couples living in a whole entire smoke screen confessing their love mm-hmm. for their only one person. They got a whole family cross them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and now like cheating really isn't much of a deal breaker for everybody. Then it's That's like, true. all right, so why are you afraid to be yeah. honest? Because you're in, if, if you're in a monogamous relationship and your significant other is out, you know, cheating mm-hmm. and doing other things, then and you already know this and you're not gonna leave you're still there mm-hmm. then this is the situation you're really in a non-monogamous relationship mm. <laughs> that is true that is true yeah you know yeah. i think we're just oh go ahead i'm sorry no go ahead go ahead does okay i was just saying that i think that people are so worried about the somebody else's perception of them mm-hmm. like we feel like we have to you know put on this 
facade of like, you know, we have it together or not even we have it together because we still got it together, even if it yeah. doesn't fit to their idea of it. But mm-hmm. I think that's where a lot of the issues come in. Like people don't want to be embarrassed. They don't want to be talked about, you know, and it's like, yeah. like we grown, like live your life. Yes. I, two boyfriends. That sounds so decent. Oh my goodness. Did you do two vacations? See? It was my goodness. Well, one didn't really do a lot of vacations. Like one, like when I say when I say like and they were long term. Mm. Like they were long term. That is so cool. But they didn't and here's the thing that that bothers me sometimes with people. Like I'm very open and transparent. Mm -hmm. Like I'll ask a bunch of questions. I'm like, hey, what you did? Like who you like and I'm fine with whatever you say, Mm -hmm. like you know, yeah, I'm such and such much and I'm fine. Dudes don't be wanting to hear that. No, no, they don't. They don't want to know. They don't want to hear nothing about. And it's like y'all know that this is what it is, but they don't like. They don't really want to hear about. It. So these yeah. guys, did they ever cross paths? Like they were hanging out together? Oh, no. no, 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 not like that. Like they were like, "Yo, you with Des on Monday?" No, that's no, me. No, <laughs> no. I mean, I'm not being funny. When I say with, I don't mean like sexually. I mean just you know, yeah. like you're just hanging out together or whatever. I think that falls more into the the um, polyamorous. Okay, okay, okay. So no, they were they were. I had two separate relationships. Got you. Each person, they did cross paths a, a couple of times. Uh, was that a good thing or bad thing? <laughs> See, that sounds. So it was awesome. fine. It was all right with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they know about each other. It's just they don't want to know. Because I know I used to get the if I'm if I'm busy, you know, how you text and you're like I'm out to dinner, and they're like, yeah, all right, whatever. That's what I always get. And it's like, you know, oh, I yeah. date other people. So what's the problem? I'm not saying where I was or, you know, I'm like, I'm not available right now. And I would get the like, yeah, all right. Like, they mad. But you know yeah. what it is. So. Exactly. And you well, asked. Miss- and I'm not going to lie. So, yeah. It's, it's I think mature individual. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm going to say I don't miss it. But. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know. Your eyes are saying. The uh, listeners can't see. <laughs> eyes are saying something different you can hear me so I don't miss but you know I mean when I think about like the idea of dating multiple people and I just want to preface this by saying when I first started dating many moons ago (laughs) I envisioned going out on multiple dates with different guys simply to determine what I really wanted and what I was really looking for and I think also you just want to feel desired on some level where it's like hey you know I got all these people who are clamoring to go on a date with me (laughs) but I mean to be clear it was like I really was just looking for like surface level stuff because Michelle knows that I and you know this too Des I was very slow mover (laughs) so so I was just looking to go out to dinner maybe do an activity not necessarily intimacy or anything like that but with that said I never had the opportunity to date more than one guy at a time um and like you know I was dating the first one (laughs) and then like there there were uh, like one in between uh and that was more like like I mean real quick and then that was and then then there was Sean and that's it and so it's like uh I look at it where for me, I think the reason that I haven't had that opportunity, even if I wanted it early on, 
was that I wanted the uh, person to have my undivided attention. And I've I've always struggled in that regard where I didn't want to put myself in a position where I had to choose. Like I know, Michelle, you had mentioned you like the idea, you know, I got to choose between this one and that one. I don't want, I I don't like conflict even within myself. So then you tell them, this is what you say to them. When I'm with you is me and you. You know, like, but I know what the truth my undivided is. But I know what the truth is, and if I feel but like, I mean, but it no, I mean, like, when you with them, when you're with that person, no, but I mean, but my undivided, yes, oh, so See, I'm talking about daily. I'm talking about I daily. You. I, yeah, I mean, even still, I mean, it's like because I feel like for me, I mean, like I said, I think it varies from person to person. Like some people, they're able to detach certain aspects of themselves. Like you were saying, like where certain guys, they may take, you know, offense or get upset if they find out about the other person, even if they say they're okay with it. Because, I mean, and this is obviously we're not talking about all guys or all all women, but there are certain gender types where um, people deal with stuff differently based on it being emotional or based on it being physical or what have you, uh, or intellectually. So I feel like once my feelings get involved, it's hard to split it for me. Some people okay. can split it. Gotcha. Uh, mm-hmm. And, and I mean, just to come back to something that you mentioned earlier, Des, um, when you were saying the example about people who have more than one kid, if I'm honest, that's the one reason, that's probably, that's not the only reason, but that's one of the reasons that I only have one child because I was concerned, not about dividing love, but dividing time properly. And I am so consumed okay. with work and, and uh, I was in a position where, my job was kind enough to allow me to do predominantly online courses and teaching so that I was basically with her the first three years. And then Sean, you know, he was working from home. And then I was like, geez, like, cause my mom's asking and a few people are like, Oh, your one's number two. And I'm like, number two is not going to get any time. And I felt so guilty. And I know people would say, ah, you'll figure it out. But I'm like, if I can't figure it out with two kids, how on the heck, how in the world would I figure it out with two guys? <laughs> so, so that's where my mind was. Like, I can't figure it out with two kids. Some people talk about, oh, like I have a student right now. She said she got 11 siblings. I'm like, wow. I mean, I don't know the split between, you know, parents or whatever, but even still, I'm like, you know, how are they splitting up their time? And I mean, they may be making it work, but I think for me, it's hard for me to make it work and to say, oh, you know, and I am that person who says when I'm in a relationship and has said past tense, where's this relationship going? <laughs> so, you know, we're having a good time. We're having fun. And then here I come, where's this relationship going? And then it's, let's not worry about labels, right? Let's not worry about labels. So I think it would be interesting. Like when the woman is like, let's not worry about labels. And the guy's like, what? about labels okay and so he might be like all right cool cool but i mean i think from a i'm I'm looking at it from a long-term perspective uh and talking to some people who are in their 40s and older i think that sometimes what happens is you you know you might just want someone to grow old with and depending on what you've uh been taught or where your mindset is you might be concerned like dag you know Uh, Okay, when I'm in my 20s, 30s, 40s, possibly, I'm good. But then when you start reaching those uh, 50s and beyond, you might, I mean, even before then, you might have some ailments, some things that come up, some issues. 
and then you don't got anybody to take care of you your kids like you on your own <laughs> and so and you're like dang so I'm, I'm i'm looking at it like okay if you're in a non-monogamous relationship are they going to pick up the slack for, not that it's all about that that's but i mean at the same time i think one of the reasons that people look at a monogamous relationship is you have someone to grow old with if something happens they're going to look out for you they're going to be there for you but if you have multiple people are all of them going to look out for you or are they going to be like look i was just here for a good time bye so you know like what do you think michelle i mean i think that because even if you have if you have a um a monogamous relationship it doesn't mean that person is going to take care of you or look out for you sean better look out for me (laughs) oh if you have if you have multiple then you have a better chance yeah then they might both show up and be like whoa who that <laughs> why not gonna help you like you know you know who that is <laughs> like don't don't play you know he's been around all this time you knew who he was so i don't know like with- but i definitely see what you i see what you're saying but i think yeah. that's also where you distinguish the difference in like the type of relationship yeah i mean we labeling on we're labeling them non-monogamous because of the way it's, it's the freedom that's there mm-hmm. but this is still somebody that you are spending time with. You're gro- you're growing mm-hmm. with this person, so mm-hmm. you know this person's character. Like I, one of one of the ones during that time, like I had three surgeries. He took me to every one of my surgeries. Like he was very attentive. Mm-hmm. Like it's you have to establish this connection with this person. Yeah. So and and that's how I see it. Like long term, it's like I have, and I I really I don't have any bad like breakups. I'm still friends with everybody anybody i've dated really so i feel like i still have connections with people and as i continue to you know date the connections will continue to grow stronger Mm -hmm. and deeper if Mm -hmm. they're you know if they are truly fine with what we have but is there i'm sorry so foreign now i was just saying i think it's it's, the concept is so foreign that yeah we haven't seen it long enough to watch these things evolve Mm -hmm. but like it's it's just it's a relationship it's just a different type of relationship but then is there a sense of jealousy because if i'm honest if if like let's say i was open to right and but it like uh and i i could see there potentially being like a sense of jealousy like the one guy's like yo why are you taking you to your surgery i would have did it and then it's like this feeling upset like but i thought i was your main go-to like so because then might look at it as like a hierarchy thing well then they're up there because they took you to your surgery what about me i wanted to be the one to take you i mean seriously you know? no that is true i've that, had situations like that too yeah where they do feel some type of way like oh i could have did that you know so right, it's right. important but they know about each other so um and the other i didn't tell the other one like yes yeah, so oh like, gotcha yeah, it wasn't like it really didn't come up in conversation like one of us we were closer in proximity this one mm-hmm. so we we spent more time together this this is literally a, a 10 year situation we were in so we had a lot of time in mm-hmm. so that's why we were so close like the other one he came along i don't, I don't even know how far we were but he came along later but he, you know, fell into the group. And he, this is the one that was more careful. Like, he didn't ask certain questions. He didn't want to know the answer. 
like, and he said that he was like, I don't even want to be your Facebook friend because I don't want. Like, okay, that's if that is what how you got to operate to keep you in line or whatever. Okay, that's fine with me. So they were when I said they were two totally different, so complimentary, like. Wow. Y'all need to see pictures offline. I know, right? <laughs> yes. I want to see too. <laughs> wow. That is, wow. <laughs> you know, um, though we're in 2022, we got a female vice president. There are still plenty of double standards, especially when it comes to dating. <laughs> so, yeah. do you think women who are in non-monogamous relationships are judged the same as men or, you know, who are also in non-monogamous relationships? No, no. So I definitely believe the double standard is holding strong against us, um, especially outside of the poly communities. Um, I do think people are becoming a little more understanding and accepting of women exercising like our options these days. But it still is definitely not balanced. And I think it's because society has always kind of given men a pass to do what they want. Mm-hmm. Whereas though, I think women and men share a lot of the same desires and characteristics. It's just that we were made to be ashamed and told, mm-hmm. you know, we can't express ourselves or we can't be sexual beings. So we've conformed to that idea and we've always had to, you know, like walk in silence and shame when it comes around certain things whereas though men were given a pass but now I think slowly it's um changing and mainly because of women's social economic status Mm -hmm. like we don't we're not married um and so like we don't have to have somebody taking care of us so we Mm -hmm. don't have to like go through whatever we got to go through because oh my gosh if if this man leaves me or if I leave this man like I'm gonna have nowhere to go like that's not the times right now so we kind of are like we got our own bags and we making our own choices and we doing what we want to do so Mm -hmm. it's coming around but that doesn't mean that we still won't be unfairly judged for a long time Mm -hmm. to come Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) what do you say Michelle (laughs) I I, I think that yeah I think it is still unfairly judged but I just think it is a little more acceptance because of us exercising our options and and it's like it's known that we 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 want you around but we don't need you like it used exactly to be. so it's exactly. like okay this is and you putting it all out on the table this is what it is and people judge but then you just can't care what they feel what they say you know like, that's it my friends is like oh gosh what you know choose one and I, I finally did but um <laughs> I, I like the, the way I you keep saying <laughs> yes, yes. well you know I never told you to choose no <laughs> I'm the no, one person who never told you to choose no you didn't <laughs> you used to like my story she loved my story oh my gosh oh my I, I would always tell Michelle as long as they know you know yep. you're not and, being deceptive then right yeah and i always told them because i i don't like i don't like confrontation so mm-hmm. i don't mm-hmm. want no type of confrontation so i let them know you know and this, this is what it is and this is you know i never introduced them to each other or nothing like that but right it, it just you know guys like to get crazy and possessive so yes but i think yes. it is back to what we were talking about but i think it is a uh, double standard but 
it's a little more accepted, especially with um, millennials, because they're like, look, I'm going to do what I want to do. Yes. I don't care what you think. And I'm loving mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we're like, yes. sister girl, go ahead. Like, I'm over here like, high five, Des. Keep it going. Keep it going. <laughs> Keep it for us that don't. For us that don't. <laughs> I'm going to get in so much trouble about this. Oh, my God. But yes. <laughs> you know what, though? When you said that, it made me think about, I mean, and I do think there is a double standard but um, I think this was less than a week ago. This came in my feed on YouTube on my uh, YouTube page mm-hmm. about a story about the, uh, I guess, the fake. I don't know if it's true or not, but the fake relationship of Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey. And if you're wondering why I'm making this connection to non-monogamous relationships is because they are saying that the relationships that. And, and I just, like I said, I'm prefacing this by saying it was just on the video. I don't necessarily agree with what it said or know its validity, mm-hmm. but it did seem kind of true. But anyway, uh, <laughs> oh, send, me, send how, me the video. Send but me it was video. saying how he has been known for, like, you know, dating a lot of white women. And I don't care who you date. It doesn't matter to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there, he lost, he was losing his fan base. Uh, and his fan base oh. are African Americans, and they say if you can't get your base, your fa- your foundation, your fan base, then it makes it more difficult for you to be that you know powerhouse superstar. Mm. Like if Denzel yeah. Washington did something against his wife, he probably would have lost a lot of his fan base. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. Lori Harvey, on the other hand, this is where the non-monogamous situation comes in. They're saying she's dating guys like crazy, right? And so they're saying that like every time you turn around, she's with some new dude, right? Which is true. Uh, but that's her prerogative and people are saying well what's the problem with her doing that what's wrong Mm -hmm. with that and so they're saying that um she was with some guy like a week before she the both uh michael b jordan and her posted pictures on their social media pages like on instagram like they're together snuggled up and people are like well wait a minute she was with this other guy just last week and so they're saying that this uh relationship is not really a relationship but they've basically been put together for a marketing ploy Mm. so that it can help his career and also help her career because no one will uh, look at her in a positive light if she's the one who has non-monogamous relationships. So it's a win-win for the both of them. And I'm like, now, if this was a guy who's around multi-dating, they would have never said, hey, let's find mm-hmm. some someone who can give you a household name. And then <laughs> you're, I mean, so I thought that was crazy. I mean, Lori Harvey's wow. a very, you know, she's a very pretty lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she mm-hmm. seems like she's making things, she's making moves and she's got all these business, you know, goals and things going on. And like I said, I don't, I mean, I don't care who the woman was dating, mm-hmm. but apparently people thought it was messing with her image and they are saying, hey, this way. You know, you're you're a one guy girl and people are going to love you. And apparently it's working. (laughs) So they're saying that it's working. Her businesses are starting to really take off. And and I just thought to myself, wow, that's crazy. And so I think one of the issues also is that, you know, and I mean, I don't want this to come across the wrong way, but uh, Mari Povich has made a (laughs) career off of. Countless women who come on the show with that famous phrase, you are not the father. 
Right. So I think the issue is that in a non-monogamous relationship, it doesn't necessarily mean that all parties involved are having sex. But mm-hmm. I think that people assume they are. And if people assume they are, then they're looking at, well, who's going to get pregnant? Like, you know, like you even see like old school shows or the old school grandma or Nana who says you the one who going to get pregnant. So you better not bring no babies. And so, <laughs> you know, rarely do you hear, um, um, you know, a guy telling his son, don't bring home no babies he'd be like oh yeah you you know but they say it to the woman so i think that that's part of the issue too that even if it's you know uh, they're not doing anything or it's just um you know all parties involved are comfortable with the situation i think when it comes to women that people have yet to realize that there i mean there's options also Mm -hmm. i mean yeah uh, there's ta- like a lot of taboo options people don't necessarily want to talk about that people have that can prevent certain situations from even happening to begin with. And like I said, the assumption is that people are having sex. They may not be yeah. or it could be something else going on. We're talking about non-monogamous relationships. We haven't even gotten into and I don't want to open up this can of worms, but we haven't even gotten into whether it's heterosexual, homosexual or whatever is going on. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you never know. So, right. I mean, I think when you start bringing in all of these other factors that you have to be aware that um, you can't continue to just separate and say, oh, well, females should be treated this way and guys should be yeah. you know, treated that way, you know. Yes. But yeah, but thank you so much, Des, yes. for joining us. And thank you. you know, yes. we, we definitely appreciate your transparency. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you know, on discussing non-monogamous relationships. And I'm, I'm, I'm sure that uh, anyone who you've been involved with, they also appreciate you didn't call anyone out by name and say, yeah, because that one there, I told him. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, because I, I mean, it, yeah, yeah, you know, because because mm-hmm. we're, we're really good. Michelle and I are really good about saying, yeah, start with the letter C, right? Yes. <laughs> Um, yeah but i mean it's a it's a taboo topic and i Mm -hmm. mean so i think that you know just breaking the ice on it and just delving in a little bit and maybe even revisiting it but we definitely want to have you you know join us again for women's Mm -hmm. history month uh to uh you know discuss your business sister sense uh so that you can give us some insight on that too uh but to you know to our listeners are you in a non-monogamous relationship you know (laughs) is this something that you would ever consider or is monogamy the only way for you um let us know and follow us on instagram at nice.naughty.40 that's four zero and join our facebook group at nice comma naughty and 40 and post a comment share a story uh and you know for now it's about that time for our motivational quote and before we share today's quote i just want to reveal Uh, that it was a real struggle finding one (laughs) that just focused on a relationship of love in general like almost every instance when I would find one it was about two individuals who were in love or in a marriage and I I think this goes back to the earlier question about why non-monogamous relationships are not accepted by some people and it's just not what's around us regularly Mm -hmm. so um, as our special guest Desiree she actually uh, found
found a quote. <laughs> and so I'm not sure if you remember the quote, but I can re- I can okay. tell. Okay. <laughs> um, so the quote said, uh, and, and it was an unknown quote. So I wonder <laughs> why they, why they left it unknown. <laughs> but <it's> like, <laughs> you can love, you can love two people at the same time but never at the same level. Um, so what's this quote mean to you? Um, so this quote actually reminds me of my mother because I have um, multiple siblings. And you know, some people are like, I love my kids all the same. And my mom was like, no, you can't love your kids all the same because they are all different. You love, she's like, I love my kids all individually. And that is what like this quote meant that to me because this isn't an individual that I'm, you know, establishing this relationship. Like, and I love these things about this individual and I love these things about this other individual and maybe another individual, but I'm not going to have the same feeling for all of them because I have different experiences mm-hmm. with each of them. Mm-hmm. Mm, I'm sorry, I got to go three. Oh, does you had three before? No, I didn't. I was just oh. saying, you know. <laughs> I'm like, yes, yes, so yes girl, yes. Oh no, so I was still dating other people too. It was just these. Okay, just these two was the main, the main ones. ones. The, the main, main ones. The main Jones. Okay, okay. Yes. So, I'm sorry, I had to. I'm like, I'm, I'm sitting here like, oh, but yeah. I mean, this quote. I think it, it is like you know. I have two sons and you do love them tremendously but you love them different because they're completely different like they're day and night so you love them like just like even with relationships when you think about your past Mm. you love them differently so you know it's kind of what they need you know like the love languages yeah yeah go back to that like some people love languages are different so you love them differently so exactly on a different level i don't think it means you love one less than the other but maybe they require less so you know Mm -hmm. okay you know i i think that we're all in unison with this one and associating the quote with people who have multiple children like and like I said that's probably one of the reasons I just have one child uh, but uh, you know their personalities their strengths weaknesses and overall qualities that make them lovable as you said does they're usually not the same but I have had parents and saw parents who argue and say oh you know I it's, it's usually women too I love my children all the same when in actuality there may be different levels and at different moments mm, <laughs> yeah. the time, right so if a person chooses to be in a non-monogamous relationship I would think the only way to really make it work is to know each person as an individual and not a carbon copy of yes. the other person and therefore yeah. the levels of love they they'll rarely be the same mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i think that's absolutely right tanya yes. and it's like who wants the same one? like the whole point is that you have variety so you don't want <laughs> Mm-hmm. the same person in different forms like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah like that's kind of part of the deal it's like you want different things to spice it up a little different mm. that's right <laughs> until next time whatever you do live your best life by loving yourself